50 years, tobacco has been a sunset industry in New Zealand. Uh, the smoke-free goal was set some time ago. Tobacco sales have come down and down and down. Any sensible business will see that this is not going to last. The other argument that National has, has, has put forward is the black market. And again, the advice that came with this legislation did suggest that that would be a problem. Yeah, the National Party is repeating a whole lot of excuses that are minor and need to be uh, confronted and, and addressed and worked through, which the government, uh, when we were in government, we were doing. They're not reasons why you cannot proceed with the change. How do you then address the black market? Life. Yeah, so firstly, uh, the Ministry of Health commissioned a study uh, done independently, which showed that the black market in New Zealand is uh, comparatively small. It's about 7% of the cigarettes that are about at the moment. And just remember, we are the country with some of the most expensive cigarettes uh, per packet uh, in the world. So it's every time we have moved on smoke-free, the industry has claimed that there'll be this massive black market. But when you look at the facts, there actually isn't. Uh, so with when in government, we also gave customs, I think it was an extra $10 million, to make sure that they were... Um, uh, picking up their actions at the border to catch more tobacco uh, being illegally imported. But ultimately, it is a manageable problem. Mm. And proceeding with the smoke-free laws would lead to tremendous benefits for our community and our health system. Okay. If, you, if Labour is re-elected in three years' time or in six years' time or whenever, you will commit, presumably, to bringing this legislation back? Uh, look, we haven't written our manifesto for in three years' time, but I think you can see from our actions in government that serious action on smoke-free is something that the Labour Party is committed to. OK. Just finally, a quick comment, um, if you can, on this issue of uh, Te Whatuora, which has uh, obviously raised concerns about information that it held on uh, New Zealanders' vaccinations being... Um, released, uh, I think, in fact, charges have been laid over this. Uh, what level of concern do you have about this? It's always concerning when um, New Zealanders' privacy is uh, breached by data. In this case, it appears um, uh, data being uh, misused. Um, I think the gentleman is appearing in court today, so I won't have anything more to say about it then. Uh, than that, but it's of you know utmost importance that processes are there to support the safe use of data uh, without these sorts of um, without it getting into the public domain, uh, so that it can be used for the purpose it's intended. And you're confident that Te has got this? I mean, that uh, th- this had this anything like this ever happened when you were health minister? Well, that's a matter for the current minister to answer, and it's my job to hold them to account for. For doing that now, um, Corin, but I think it is important that it is uh, focused on. It seems like it's been um, a very unusual event that has happened with a con- um, with the data being shared with conspiracy networks around the around the world. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the worry, right? Is that this information? Let's put aside the, the the nuts and bolts of this case because, as you say, someone's been charged. Big picture here is that this gets spread globally and there's damage to New Zealand's reputation, isn't it? I think New Zealand's reputation is already taking a beating under this government with its endorsement of pro-tobacco policies and conspiracy theories about the WHO. All right, thank you very much for your time. Aisha Verrill, that is Labour's health spokesperson.